Welcome to Love Uncensored, the modern guide to dating and relationships. I'm your host, Nicole Colantoni, a dating and relationship coach. And each week, along with special guests who aren't afraid to speak their minds, we challenge norms and expectations in love and relationships. From childhood trauma to sex, we explore the uncomfortable and unspoken, providing valuable insight and actionable advice for building healthier relationships. Join us for candid conversations about all things love, whether you're single, in a relationship, or somewhere in between. And so what are some of the common misconceptions about polyamory and ethical non-monogamy that your app aims to debunk? That these users aren't happy. <laughs> it's super weird. It's super weird. You'll get people jump on and be like, oh yeah, they're only on that because they're unhappy or they're, they're looking for something on the extra side and they're not happy in a relationship. When more often than not, it's, it's the complete opposite. Um, we find people in a healthy uh, and happy relationship that are looking to explore something else sexually uh, or, or emotionally as well. Hello, so this week we're delving into the world of ethical non-monogamy with the game-changing dating app Monogamish. We now know that more people than ever are embracing ethical non-monogamy, breaking free from the confines of traditional relationship norms. but. Let's be real, living outside the relationship box can be tough. The stigma around non-monogamous relationships can make it feel like you're walking a tightrope without a safety net. It's tough enough to come out about your dating preferences, let alone to find like-minded matches in this sea of swipes. That's where Monogamish comes in, a platform crafted with care aimed at celebrating every shade of the love spectrum. That's why I sat down with the CEO of Monogamish, Bill Schwab, He's here to spill the tea on what inspired the creation of this revolutionary dating platform, the unique challenges he faced, and how his personal experiences shaped Monogamish into what it is today. We'll also get an inside scoop on how Monogamish caters to all your relationship needs, whether you're looking for something casual or eyeing a long-term connection. Not to mention, we'll talk about how it's breaking down misconceptions about ethical non-monogamy one swipe at a time. From safety to inclusivity, Monogamish has it all covered and we're here to dissect it all. And for all of you relationship rookies out there, Bill's got some sage advice for those dipping their toes into the non-monogamous pool for the first time. So whether you're new to the world of non-monogamy or you're a seasoned pro, there's something for everyone in this conversation. Monogamish is more than just an app, it's a revolution and we're here for it. So let's dive in. So, Bill, welcome to Love Uncensored. Thank you, Nicole. Good to be here. Thanks. So, can you explain what inspired the creation of Monogamish and what makes it different from other dating platforms? Um, Yeah. So, uh, at the time of creation, uh, inception, I uh, was in a relationship at the time um, and we were in COVID. So, we found it difficult finding other like-minded people and uh, generally, the other apps were quite hookup centric, and so we wanted something a little bit more relationship focused. And there wasn't really anything available on the market for us at the time, so I decided to create something. <laughs> As you do, keep yourself busy during COVID, right? That's right. Yeah. So obviously, you know your personal story uh, has inspired the creation. What about some of the lessons you've learned from dating and past relationships? Has that also contributed to the idea behind monogamish? Yes, actually, yes. 
Um, my last relationship was the first non-monogamous relationship. Uh, relationships before them were monogamous. And in those ones, I'd always been quite reserved with my desires or fantasies or things I would like to have explored. And so in this most recent relationship, I found that I had the freedom uh, to be able to express those with my partner. And that was definitely something new, um, definitely something rewarding. And yeah, it felt really comfortable doing so. That's amazing. So would you say that your personal beliefs and values have influenced the direction and goals of monogamish? A little bit, um, in just in the sense of how it is that we would like to communicate the being open and honest and um, working on the way to communicate that to your partner. That's definitely been an influence, yeah. And how has the journey of developing and launching Monogamish affected your personal relationship and your understanding of love and connection in general? Uh, that's, that's been a long, long journey. Um, I think... <laughs> Uh, it hasn't affected much on the relationship side, I would say. Um, it's been a lot of work, though, creating the app and, and uh, fine-tuning it to what it is what it is today. And we're not we're not finished. I mean, there's still a lot, a lot more to do. Um, we've got a new feed structure which we're incorporating into the app right now, which um, will be new. Uh, so, yeah, but not not so much. Um, has, has, it didn't affect the relationship too much. Um, I am single now, so I don't know if that's (laughs) it. So are you going to use your own app then? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, yeah. I am on the platform myself. Yes, I am. Amazing, amazing. (laughs) Uh, And so what unique challenges have you faced in in building this app, uh, you know, designed for non-monogamous individuals and, and how have you overcome them so far? The largest, uh, the biggest challenge we're facing at the moment is our marketing strategies. Uh, Because we're immediately pretty much banned on Meta, uh, Meta, so on Facebook and Instagram, we we can't really do paid advertising because we're a a dating app for the non-monogamous community. Um, So there are definitely large barriers for the marketing side for us. Um, We're still working on those. Um, Most of them has been communicating to Meta and uh, other platforms that we're not a hookup app and it's not just for couples. Um, so communicating it in a way where it's a relationship focused has been a bit of a challenge, but we're still working on it at the moment. Why is there so much resistance when it comes to an app like this? I really don't know. I mean, it's 2023, right? I mean... <laughs> Uh, why is it still taboo to be talking about sex and relationships? I don't know, uh, but it is a challenge. I think it's it's it, it might be in that group mentality where you know if it offends one person, they try and keep everybody happy. So uh, platforms like Met, like Facebook and Instagram, particularly where there's such large audiences, they don't want to be offending too many people. So maybe it's just way that the way it is. It really surprises me because there's obviously a need, right? Like I attended a talk uh, last month and somebody was talking about the topic of ethical non-monogamy and, you know, how it's on the rise and how in many ways it's actually more natural than being in a monogamous relationship. And yet the apps aren't catering to this specific market. It's just mind-blowing when you think about it. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think we're still locked in the communications of monogamy uh, being the focus relationship structure. Um, so we'll see how things work out in the next decade, as particularly, as you mentioned, that this demographic of users is growing. So, uh, yeah, there are definitely more conscious people out there and uh, exploring other type of relationship structure might work better for them. Um, and that's definitely not monogamy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But my understanding is that mon- monogamish doesn't just cater to, uh, you know, people in non-monogamous relationships. It's also people seeking casual relationships and, and looking for long-term commitments. So how do you balance these two very different user needs? Yeah. I mean, we segment them. So you, you can you know, filter those type of people or profiles on the platform. So it depends on what you're sort of seeking or what you're looking for uh, to match with. You'd be able to sort of um, niche that down. But you're right, yeah, there, are, there it is quite broad and quite open. You get other type of relationship structures and dynamics come onto the platform. Um, another one would be, for example, polyamory. Although we're not, our target, our branding and marketing is not targeted towards polyamory, it still comes onto the platform. Um, and that's fine. That's totally fine. Because we, our, the, our app is, is tailored for that and there's communications around those pieces as well. And what type of users uh, are, are sort of gravitating towards the app the most? Um, we find generally users over the age of 25. So between the 25 to 40 age bracket is where uh, most of our users come from. Uh, we've got a pretty healthy balance between singles and couple uh, or paired People in people in their relationship, um, be that in just one or two or more. Um, yeah, it, it's still early days, so we, we don't have too many users just yet, um, and so we can't get a real feel for our demographic. But um, it's it's healthy at the moment. There's a good mix. Yeah, great. And something I was really thinking about before I met with you today is how do you ensure a safe and private environment for users to express their sexuality and desires openly? Okay, so there's, we have multiple, that's a really good question. Um, we've got multiple things that we've included on the application. So to start off with, when users download and in, in, install a platform, they'll notice that they'll have to verify themselves. So every single profile on the platform is a verified user. So that just means that there's no such thing as fake profiles or, or scammers on the, on the, plat- on the platform. Um, and then once you're on there, uh, we have other measures that you can keep private. So you can upgrade and choose to filter, uh, privatize your photos. Um, you can choose the option where you would only be matched with people that you've swiped right to. Or, I mean, your profile will only be shown to people that you've swiped, swiped right to or liked for, for that matter. Uh, uh, among among a few other there as well, but yeah, there, there's multiple uh, privacy settings that we have in place. Yeah, amazing. I, I imagine that a lot of people are going to value that when they go to use your app, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's it's definitely a focus point for many users, and particularly those that would like to keep it, you know, on the down low. I mean, maybe that conservative job, maybe they're in politics, maybe they're in, uh, they're a school teacher or something or other like that, and so they don't want their profile to be that public. Um, yeah, we, we have uh, settings and function in place there to for users to use. Amazing. And so what are some of the common misconceptions about polyamory and ethical non-monogamy that your app aims to debunk? 
that these users aren't happy. <laughs> it's super weird. It's super weird. You'll get people jump on and be like, oh, yeah, they're only on that because they're unhappy or they're, they're looking for something on the extra side and uh, they're not happy in a relationship when more often than not, it's it's the complete opposite. Um, we find people in a healthy uh, and happy relationship that are looking to explore something else sexually uh, or, or emotionally as well in the, in the case of polyamory, um, that's healthy and, and it's not signs of an unhealthy relationship or a toxic environment. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting that people just assume that if you're, you know, going on an app like this, it's because you're unhappy in your relationship. Like there can't yeah. be any other reason why you would do such a thing, right? Yeah. Well, I think that leads back down to the... Uh, focus that monogamy is the kind of way most yeah. people uh, are sort of taught from the early age and things like that. So um, uh, like monogamy being the default. So if you're cheating and things like that, of course, that's looked down, looked frowned upon and looked, and, and looked down on. And so uh, they kind of affiliate that type of lifestyle with having an open relationship when that's not the case at all. Yeah. There is clear communications and clear boundaries and, 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 clear ethics around non-monogamy that make it safe and positive. Yeah. A word that comes to mind is consent, right? Exactly. Are users able to send photos of themselves to other users or matches? Yeah, actually, yes, you can. Um, uh, and we actually have a, 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 like an, an AI that will scan the image to make sure that it's not an inappropriate image straight up. <laughs> so, so getting <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not a so. So I don't know if you can say it on the pot. We can we can get edited out, but it, it, it basically filters dick pics, right? So yeah. I mean, so so that way you don't you don't get this random dude sending you an, an image straight up. Yeah, you know, that's or something that's not wanted. Right. Um, so. Yeah, you do. The, 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 the chat feature, we do have uh, imaging, image sharing capabilities uh, and you've got the one view as well. Um, you can uh, do have the option to go in and delete uh, messages and things like that if, if you needed to. Um, but, yeah, we do have uh, a, an AI plug in, plug in at the moment there that uh, would scan the images before they're sent. <laughs> right so say i'm trying to send a dick pic right because i feel like so many people are going to love this feature and and it is a dick pic and then the ai picks up on that what do they do no you can't send it you can't send okay. it we just it will simply say that it's an inappropriate photo to take another photo <laughs> love that yeah. all right yeah. this is amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't so i don't know why others did incorporate that it's like it was relatively simple to do to do right there you go yeah because yeah, uh, yeah i'm I'm almost certain that a lot of women would appreciate that on the other apps. <laughs> 100%. So you've created an application that caters to a very specific community. What feedback have you received so far from uh, the you know non-monogamous communities? Have there been any success stories as well? No, we're still too early. We've only been open for a couple of months uh, and promoting it uh, for the last two, three weeks. So... We haven't had much growth just yet. It's, it's still super early days, um, but it's been relatively positive. Everybody's uh, happy to see something ha happening in the space. Uh, us definitely identifying that this is a niche area that needs attention and would like some 
things solved. And so, yeah, it's, it's definitely been positive. Yeah, great. And for those new to non-monogamous relationships, what advice would you give to them uh, and how can monogamish support their journey? Good question. I think some advice would just be like try it, try it. It, 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 it. I would say go and learn as much as you can a little bit about it first just so you don't make uh, mistakes uh, around some things that you should have communicated uh, beforehand um, or at least identify certain boundaries uh, that you and your partner might have. That This is uh, presuming your partner. Um, and, yeah, and jumping onto the platform, we're having edu- we, we will have uh, educational pieces on the platform itself as well. So in the feed structure, we'll have, we, we do have already and we, we will have more um, links uh, to podcasts, to articles and things like things around non-monogamy that will help define what it is that you're looking for, um, particularly because most people don't know at, at the time of joining. So it's relatively new space. If it's a relatively new space for them, they might not know all the different terms, so the difference between ENM, CNM, polyamory, what monogamy is. Um, so to identify what they're exactly looking for will take a lot of edu- take a bit of educating. And so we're happy to help uh, with that. Yeah, I love that. I think that that education pace uh, should be incorporated in almost every app. You know, uh, I think that even rejection is such a big part of online dating and so many people struggle with it and just even knowing how to deal with rejection as well. Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely. Yeah. And we do have a little bit of FAQ, um, but that's very generic. It's yeah. not it's, at the moment. It's not tailored towards uh, the experience on the platform, just because we haven't had too many users just yet to be able to create uh, a flow. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is anyone who is interested should go ahead right now and sign up to your app. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. We want more users. We need. We need. We need a larger audience size. So yes, we need. We definitely. We're in the stage of user acquisition at this moment. Uh, we do offer free memberships to all users joining. So yeah, absolutely. Jump on the platform. How exciting. So in your opinion, what are some online dating or just general dating do's and don'ts? Yeah, definitely don't start with uh, sending images at first. Just, yeah. you know, the, the do's and don'ts, it, treat it like you're meeting somebody in real life. I mean, um, you know, don't be scared to start up, start the conversation once you've, made, you've got a match. Uh, and don't, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, good one. So you said that, you know, it's early stages. What's next for Monogamish? Um, so in the, right now we're working on the, the feed page. Uh, so that's something we'll be looking to introduce. It's, it's currently there. It's just not working at its full potential just now. Um, and later we'll be incorporating the AI that I mentioned uh, into the actual match, the, the, the matchmaking process. But at this stage, uh, having the feed structure and linked with the user's profiles, so that way it'll be a little bit more proactive. Um, that's something that's coming up in the next couple of months. Yeah, how exciting. And, you know, I've seen a lot of interest around trying to get, you know, offline as quickly as possible. Do you plan to sort of extend into the sort of like live event market at all? We are. Yes, we do. We are looking to create social events. We're going to be calling them socials. 
um, and we will advertise them uh, on the platform so users can tap their interest and then join uh, into the conversation around what the event will be. Um, but it's just it's just a face to face. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a chance for users to meet up at a bar and to have a couple of drinks and meet other users on the platform, which we're in a more of a social face to face type of environment. Yeah. Genius. Well, I really look forward to, uh, you know, seeing the app grow more and more. Bill, thank you so much for coming on Love Uncensored today. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. Okay, that's a wrap on today's eye-opening episode of Love Uncensored. A big thank you to Bill Schwab, the visionary CEO of Monogamish, for joining us and shedding light on ethical non-monogamy and how his groundbreaking dating app is making waves in the dating world. It's clear that our understanding of love and relationships is evolving and platforms like Monogamish are at the forefront of this change, offering an inclusive space for those who dare to love differently. It was fascinating to explore the unique challenges, inspiration, and triumphs behind Monogamish. And it's been a genuine pleasure to share this insightful conversation with all of you. With platforms like Monogamish, you're supported in your quest for authentic and fulfilling connections, whatever shape they may take. So I hope this conversation inspired you to embrace your own truth and explore love in all its diverse forms. Whether you're new to the world of non-monogamy or a seasoned poly pro, join me next week as we continue our exploration into the world of relationships beyond the traditional norms. Until then, keep challenging the status quo and remember, in the realm of love, there really are no rules.